It is Saturday, August 31st, and this is The Rally. Hey everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and it's time for another episode of The Rally. Scranton Wilkes-Barre got back home yesterday, and they fell to the Buffalo Bisons. We're getting down to the home stretch, and the Rail Riders try to pull out the IL North Division title, but yesterday they didn't do themselves any favors. They fell behind 1-0 in the first inning, but then in the bottom of the second, they got a solo home run from Trey Ambergie. And the 22nd homer of the year for the Rail Riders outfielder tied it at 1. It was 1-1 going to the bottom of the fourth inning. Jordan Montgomery on big league rehab went an inning and two-thirds. Didn't give up an earned run. That run back in the first inning was unearned. An error by Wendell Riho allowed Anthony Alford to reach and then come home to score. And so the game tied to the bottom of the fourth. And that was when the Rail Riders kicked the offense into gear. They got a leadoff single by Kyle Higashioka. Then a walk to Trey Ambergie, a single by Eric Kratz, and right after that, it was Mandy Alvarez standing in. 1-1 pitch. Swing line drive left center field. This is a base hit and a poor route by Wall as this one gets past him and rolls to the wall. One runs home, Eric Kratz, he gets the wave. The throw is to the cutoff man and there's no throw made to the plate. It's a double for Mandy Alvarez, and two runs here in the fourth inning has put Scranton Wilkesbury on top 3-1. That put the Rail Riders on top 3-1, and they weren't done there. Two batters later, with Alvarez in scoring position, it was Gosuke Cato's turn at the dish. 2-2, pitch to Cato, swinging a line drive, base hit right field, out to Roman Field. Alvarez hits third, he comes home. There's no throw from Roe Field, and Gosuke Cato adds another. With two outs here in the bottom of the fourth inning, it's 4-1 Rail Riders. The Rail Riders led 4-1 there, but Buffalo immediately scored three times in the fifth, a run in the sixth, a run in the seventh, two in the eighth, and Buffalo opened up an 8-4 lead going into the ninth inning. The Rail Riders did get a three-run homer by Kyle Higashioka with two outs in the ninth, so they made it a one-run game, but Trey Ambergie flew out to right field, and the ball game was over. It was a game that took three hours 38 minutes to complete an 8-7 victory for the Buffalo Bisons. Before yesterday's game, we had a chance to sit down and chat with Rail Riders pitching coach Tommy Phelps. Last time we'll chat with Tommy this season on the pregame show, and we touched on a wide range of issues, but more than anything, we've seen some pretty good starts from Michael King coming back from that stress reaction in his right throwing elbow so we wanted to know from Tommy after three starts here in AAA a couple of them really really good starts for King what he's seeing from the right hander compared to what we saw out of him last year when he was the International League's August player of the month. Very similar like you couldn't tell he ever had an injury he's come back uh his command has been pretty good, and, and, and his stuff plays. I mean, he's got a late-moving fastball, and he pitches in and out with it, and um, and he's got a good changeup to mix and a good breaking ball. So, I mean, he's a guy that really keeps guys between speeds well because he can execute and throw any pitch in any count, and, you know, that's why he's having success. We talked about this last year and his ability to prepare for a game. Um, and even just walking by him recently where he was getting ready for a start where he had that giant notebook out. Um, are there things that you direct other pitchers to and say, hey, maybe go take a look at what he's doing in order to, to get an idea of how you can prepare? Yeah, I mean, all guys are different. You know, guys to prepare differently, have a, have a different um, – thought pattern about how they go about doing things and and how they're going to execute their plan but 
you know, speaking of Mike King, I mean, shoot, he is he is locked in. He is getting prepared for his next start the day after his previous start, and he's looking at the hitters, watching the videos, um, figuring out what pitches he needs to use, maybe first time through the order, second time through the order, if something happens, what adjustments he's going to make and go to. So he's really prepared, and, and anything that happens in the game, you know, whether it goes, you know, it's true or not, he um, – you know, he, he can make the adjustments, and that's what makes him competitive, and that's what makes him, you know, really pro at what he does because he's so prepared and, and you know, it makes the game slower for him. Then it's just a matter of executing. One of the other guys that uh, we've seen now transition into the bullpen is Davey Garcia, the 20-year-old, and he's somebody that I think have had a little bit of growing pains getting to AAA, and so going into his off season this year, what do you hope that he he works on now that he's – He's maybe finding some uh, some things that he can work on here in AAA. Well, I mean, you know, he's jumped quite a few levels, and he's 20, 20 years old, and you know, this kid has a lot of aptitude, and uh, and his makeup's off the charts. Um, that right there is is he's going to have growth from that. Um, you know, I think he needs to take away from this season is what he's been able to do, and um, and just keep the focus of. You know some delivery stuff he's working on, and and you know just the overall command of his game, and and you know being 20 years old, he he does a really nice job, and you know he's got room to grow like everybody else, but you know he's aware of it, and you know when he takes it in the off season, he'll be ready to be better next uh, next spring. Tommy Phelps, pitching coach for the Rail Riders, our guest here on the pregame show. Turning to that bullpen, J.P. Fireisen has been such a constant all season long. And, uh, you know, he's a guy that the strikeout numbers are there. He's got the best batting average against out of any reliever in the minors or in in the league at this point this year at 177. Um, Are those numbers impressive to you or are there other things that you are looking at with J.P. to to measure his success? Uh, You know, his his stuff has always played. It's just a matter of him being in the strike zone consistently enough. Um, and, I mean, you know, he, he's he got an exceptional fastball, and, uh, and his slider has really gotten really consistent. And it, it's just a matter of him being able to control the zone consistently. And that's what he's done for the most part this year, and that's what he's going to have to do in the big leagues. And, um, you know, every year here he's gotten better and better, and, and you know, you can look at his numbers. He's he's really dominated for most of the season, and um, – and he's done a nice job. He stayed focused, you know, not looking too far ahead. And 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 even when he has, you know, his couple games where he has some hiccups, you know, he lets him go now, you know. And uh, so, just watching where he's at mentally, how he's grown up, um, emotionally, and uh, and just his overall approach to the game is is uh, is really taken in and and shown a lot of maturity. And we'll leave with this with just a couple of days to go till the end of the regular season, assuming a two-week run through the postseason. Let's look ahead to mid-September, end of September. What does the offseason look like for you? Um, well, after the season ends, I'll I'll go down to Florida and help out at the Instructional League. And then, you know, I have, I have a son in uh, high school, so I help coach their team. And, and I have a nine-year-old team that really doesn't have a coach, so I'm going to be probably coaching that team. <laughs> And and you know and I'll get to watch my 13 year old play his stuff too. So and then I have basketball that starts up. I coach a couple teams in basketball in the winter time. So you know 
the coaching doesn't stop. I was going to say, you're going to take a break from coaching by coaching. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. You know, I'm, I'm with my boys more because I don't get to see them as much during the summer. But, I get, you know, I get to be a part of, you know, what they enjoy doing. So, you know, I, I look forward to that every offseason. A big thanks to Tommy for being our pregame guest yesterday. And thanks to you for making the rally part of your day today. We've got first pitch today at PNC Field. 6.35 scheduled first pitch between the Bisons and the Rail Riders. scranton Wilkes ferry has got Nick Nelson taking the ball against Thomas Pannone for Buffalo. Pre-game coverage with Adam Marco and me begins at 6.05 on the Rail Riders Radio Network, the TuneIn Radio app, and on the MILB First Pitch app as well. I'm Adam Giardino, and you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Giardino, G-I-A-R. D-I-N-O. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later tonight.